0: Fansite. Happy Friday, everybody. Happy end of the week. Happy weekend. I'm sure by now you've heard the big rumor that's out there. And I I use rumor as, as I guess I underscore that as many times as I can it's the most gossipy rumor we've heard in a while. That's can still, I guess, technically be classified as a legitimate rumor um, related to Carl Anthony Towns. We'll get into that off the top here. Of course, we have to talk about it. Kind of blew up my plans to talk about my big board 2.0 and get into the uh, the mid to late lottery on that big board. But instead today, we're going to talk about this cat rumor. We'll touch on, you know, related to that, the Timberwolves bubble. And then I want to finish today's show by talking about Aaron Gordon as a potential trade target. There's a, yet another piece this time by Andy Bailey at Bleacher Report, he came up with a trade for each team, talks about Aaron Gordon as one of the most realistic, impactful trade targets the Wolves could look at. So uh, I want to talk a little bit more about him. It's been several months, probably since the deadline um, back in February when we talked about Aaron Gordon as a potential trade target for the Wolves. So I think that's worth the discussion as well. So uh, before we get into today's show, a quick reminder to subscribe to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you prefer to get your podcasts, You can follow us on Twitter at Locked on T-Wolves. That's at Locked on T-Wolves. Don't forget the T. A reminder, if you are new to the show, we are daily Monday through Friday. So we'll take the weekend off. We'll be back Monday morning. Talk about any other goings on in the uh, Timberwolves in-market bubble. Apparently they have a scrimmage, or they actually have three scrimmages on the calendar. This was put out there by, uh, I believe uh, Darren Wolfson actually reported this. Um, the Timberwolves PR team had uh, had informed some of the media members. They put out some video from the last couple days as well. So you can see that um, Alan Horton from the Wolves Radio Voice had it as well. A couple other uh, media folks in the Twin Cities as well. Uh, but at any rate, the first scrimmage is supposed to be on Monday, I believe, the twenty eighth, um, and so I, I no word yet whether or not it's going to be streamed on the website or whether it would potentially even be broadcast. That seems unlikely, but um, there is that possibility. So we'll definitely keep an eye out for that. Hopefully, there's some more action to talk about on Monday that's less rumor based. So if you haven't heard the rumor, I, I really this is so gossipy that that I I almost feel terrible talking about it because it's like fourth hand news, but, but we have to, and we have to talk about this. It's what everyone is talking about in the Timberwolves Twitter sphere and uh, blogosphere, if you will. So the rumor is passed along by Darren Wolfson, who's normally fantastic. I love, I love Doogie. I think he does an outstanding job. He covers all sports in the twin cities. Of course, he's at KSTP channel five in the twin cities as well as Score North. He does a podcast there, the Scoop podcast, and uh, writes as well a little bit. But he's a really good sports reporter, knows people, um, and, and does a really good job, really plugged in. But he reported as a guest on the Mackey and Judge show um, with Score North that, uh, that he was texting with an agent who represented a prospect in this year's draft, a prospect who had yet to interview with the Timberwolves, was texting with that agent. The agent unsolicited texted to to Doogie to Darren Wolfson that he had been in Los Angeles and ran into a player who Wolfson described as a very good player, uh, would not say anything else. So obviously an NBA player, somebody who's on a team that's clearly not one of the four teams still playing in the playoffs in Orlando. And that player told this agent that Carl Anthony Towns is quote, as good as gone from Minnesota. And so that agent unsolicited told Darren Wolfson. So now if you're keeping, if you're keeping track of this, this is a player who told an agent who told Darren Wolfson unsolicited that Towns is as good as gone. Somewhere in there, there's at least one agenda. So I, I think I think uh, we can put that out there for sure. If this is unsolicited and this is an agent, again, this is an agent who isn't even the agent of the player who is saying this. So we're many steps removed here. And I'm not saying that there's no truth to it because Carl Anthony Towns, we'll get into this here in a minute, but of course he could be unhappy. That's his right to be unhappy. It's his right to think about what he wants to do in four years when his contract's up in free agency. So all those things can be true. But this rumor is by definition about as gossipy as it gets that Doogie heard from an agent who heard from a player who heard from Towns, apparently, that he's as good as gone. So all those things are happening. My take on this immediately was, Carl Anthony Towns is getting kicked while he's down. Um, I, if you paid attention, I talked about this a little bit on Thursday's show. Cat was not in any of the videos or pictures put out by the Timberwolves um, related to uh, or, or of the people that are in the in market bubble. It was reported previously everybody would be there, including Malik Beasley, including D'Angelo Russell, except, you know, we already knew there were a couple guys that weren't going to be there, but Towns was supposed to be there. He's on the roster for the in market bubble. He was. We know he was in the facility last week. Malik Beasley tweeted about it, or excuse me, posted about it on his Instagram stories. And Darren Wolfson even tweeted a screenshot that had Towns in it that had other guys. I think Russell was in the photo. Ryan Saunders said that Towns was the 6 a.m. guy. D'Angelo Russell was coming in at 7 for his workouts. He was there all of last week. This week, he hasn't been in any of the content from the Wolves, from the team. The Wolves have not said anything about him not being there. He was on the roster, There also was a TMZ report. I hate that I'm talking about TMZ on this podcast, but here we are. It's a TMZ report with photos of Towns on a boat celebrating his apparent girlfriend, Jordan Woods, her birthday, wearing Bulls jerseys because uh, she's turning 23 and Bulls, you know, Michael Jordan, obviously all that, that connection. So there isn't a direct correlation between these two stories, but you cannot tell me that it's a coincidence that within 24 hours, there's this report Towns is on TMZ Wearing a Bulls jersey. And I understand that there's a reason why he's wearing a 23 jersey. But just look at it this way: Towns on TMZ wearing a Bulls jersey on a boat while his teammates have been in a hard quarantine for 48 hours and are working out in the Twin Cities. And now I'm gonna tread a little bit into dangerous waters here, but there's we all know there's kind of this vibe among star players in the NBA who have either said things or it's it's you know, these rumors about Carl Anthony Towns and and how he affects winning and are his stats, empty stats, obviously Jimmy Butler and Townsend see eye to eye. And, and there's this narrative that he's, you know, not going to impact winning that he's, I, and again, I hate this term because it's thrown around and it's mostly ridiculous, but soft, or he's not, you know, he's not built for leading a team to the playoffs, et cetera. Most of that is completely unsubstantiated and I'm not giving Towns a pass for the issues he's had, his defensive effort issues. Um, sometimes his intensity on both ends of the floor complaining about foul calls. There's plenty of, of warts when it comes to Towns' uncourtability and how he may or may not be impacting winning at this point in his career. Remember, he's 24. I think it's important to note that. Uh, but you can't tell me that there's not a correlation between Towns not being in town with the Wolves and all the things I said earlier And this rumor coming out of nowhere, fourth hand being fed to Darren Wolfson by an agent who has a prospect in the draft that there's not an agenda from the player or from the agent. There's way too much at play here for this to make any sense. Uh, Next, I want to talk about the other reasons why I think that this is kind of ridiculous and it's obviously nothing's going to happen here soon. Um, So I want to kind of put a bow on this rumor and then hopefully be done talking with this for, for quite some time. part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, so I've already laid out what the rumor is and why on its face there is clearly some of this other uh, agenda building here somewhere, uh, whether it's from the player who reportedly told this agent or the agent who reportedly told Darren Wolfson about this rumor. Here are the the other pieces of this that don't make a lot of sense. First of all, Towns is under contract for four more seasons through 2024. So, As good as gone makes no sense. Is he just going to sit out? Is he going to, I mean, no player has ever just sat out in recent NBA history to make a team trade him in their prime at 24 years old. That's not happening. The Timberwolves have to be motivated to trade him. They're not doing that. Even if he's unhappy, this isn't something that's going to go down in the next six weeks before the draft. I saw some speculation on Twitter, you know, could this be something related to James Wiseman? No, the Timberwolves aren't going to trade Carl Anthony Towns and draft James Wiseman in the span of the next six weeks. That's not happening. The Timberwolves traded for D'Angelo Russell to play with Car Anthony Towns. Those guys are great friends. Their games mesh extremely well together. The team has the upside of a potential playoff team next year, pending some offseason moves. All of those things, I mean, why would Towns be as good as gone? And on top of all of this, and this is this is on a different level and extremely serious and not on court related, but remember Towns' mom passed away in, in April from COVID-19. He hasn't spoken publicly to the media since that's happened. And this is just another example of kicking a guy while he's down. I, I don't think there's any reason to think that suddenly he he you know he suddenly wants out of town and, and he's been thinking over the last few months. And and now what's he gonna have to do? The first time he opens his mouth to the media after the passing of his mother, after the COVID 19 offseason, he's gonna have to talk about a rumor that's hand while he's celebrating his girlfriend's birthday, which which is clearly an excused absence. I should say that. I didn't say that earlier. I don't mean to drag towns for For being on a boat with his girlfriend for her birthday. I, I, you know, I guess I don't know this for a fact, but I'm pretty positive he would have communicated this to Ryan Saunders and Gerson Rosas. And this isn't just like he didn't show up. He was literally there last week. It's a voluntary minicamp anyways. So, I I mean, Towns can't really be at much fault here. I'm not going to, you know, dig in on that and say that he shouldn't be celebrating his girlfriend's birthday because we don't know what those conversations look like internally between Towns and the Wolves Brass. But- you can't tell me that between the last week, when Towns was in town completely on his own accord doing individual workouts with teammates, that suddenly in the last week he decided to skip town unannounced, and now he wants out of a contract that pays him for the next four years, and he's playing with one of his best friends, and he got the head coach that he wanted. If all those things are true, if this comes out, this is absolutely true. Then, then I guess you know, I guess I was wrong, and Carl Anthony Towns is 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 a really manipulative person. But I don't I don't know that that's where we need to head with this. I, I don't know that we need to draw that conclusion that, you know, he's, he's going to force his way out of Minnesota after the Wolves bent over backwards to try and accommodate him. I, I don't buy that until we hear it from him, until the rumors become overwhelming. I do understand that where there's smoke, a lot of times there's fire, but there hasn't been smoke around this recently. Not since Gerson Rosas took over. Towns has been all in. He did the promo videos with D'Angelo Russell after the acquired him. He's on the bench cheering with his wrist injury. He didn't have to be on the bench cheering with his wrist injury. He, um, he bought the tickets with the angel Russell for the game after the all, after the trade deadline. Um, when, when they bought a bunch of tickets for people to attend the game, I think that was even the Clippers game that they, they won by like 30 or whatever that was. I, I don't understand why suddenly towns would be unhappy uh, going back to last year. John Krasinski at the athletic had a big article last summer where towns talked about how much he loved his front office and how much the front office has gone to bat for him. And um, I'm going to pull up the exact quote here, but, but I don't understand why so much would have changed since then. It doesn't, it's not logical. And the Timberwolves are not going to be forced into making a, a drastic move simply because of that. Um, here's the exact quote. And again, this is from John Krasinski at The Athletic. This is an article from last offseason, And if you have an athletic subscription and you want to go read it, the headline of the piece is Carl Anthony towns is ready to stand up for small markets and turn the wolves into winners. Here's the quote. I'm tremendously happy. I love my front office. I love my coaching staff. I think we've made great moves and great changes. I love the culture we have here. If you want to leave, you have to be miserable somewhere. I am not there. I'm planning to be in Minnesota for a long time. End quote. Yes. It's entirely possible that over the last 12 months, Towns has become miserable in Minnesota. However, outside of the fact that he had an injury that that made you know, he played 30 some games because of injuries and the fact that the team underachieved largely due to his injuries. Within the last year, the Timberwolves acquired one of his best friends, Angel Russell, and the roster's in a better place now than it was last fall when the season kicked off. There's more talent now than there was then. Um, so it doesn't make a ton of sense. I want to say a quick hat tip to uh to uh, at Carlos 35 for screenshotting that and tweeting it out over to us at uh, Locked on T-Wolves on Twitter. I remember reading that piece last summer, but it didn't immediately come to mind. I wasn't sure when it came out. So I appreciate him sending over screenshot the screenshot uh, of the quote. But I mean, again, back to, back to my original point, this whole thing seems really far-fetched that it's actually happening. Very suspicious that, that this is how this rumor came out. And then from a strictly a basketball, a, a salary, a roster standpoint, this isn't happening. The soonest this would happen is maybe next offseason, but, but I would put odds on it being two summers from now and the Wolves would have to clearly not be progressing. And at that point, Townsend's trade value is not going to be very good if the Wolves aren't any better two summers from now. That's all I have to say about this. I, I just, hopefully it's a non-story by next week. I feel bad that Towns is going to have to come out and speak to this. And I guess I could be proven completely wrong. Maybe there's some substance, but it just doesn't feel right. And it feels gross. I don't really fault Darren Wolfson. I think Doogie's great. And, um, you know, he's got to, I guess, report what his sources tell him. But it feels to me like he, like, like this is just a complete, like, whether it's the agent or the player or both, there's agendas that, that we don't know what they are. And they used Doogie to put this out there. And it just feels more like something like maybe this should have been reported on TMZ instead of Carl Anthony Towns celebrated his girlfriend's birthday. I think maybe that's that's what should have happened. And that's what this feels like. This doesn't feel like a true NBA rumor. And, uh, you know, maybe I'll be proven wrong and I'll, I'll, uh, I'll eat crow when that happens, if that happens. Uh, but, but I just don't see that. I see this as more of a nothing burger that hopefully uh, goes away here in the coming days. All right. I want to finish today's show by talking about a, uh, this isn't, I guess, as long as we're talking about rumors, this isn't really a rumor. It's just a, a, proposed, you know, the idea of, of the Timberwolves acquiring Aaron Gordon. And in the event that Carl Anthony Towns is still on the team, which he will be next year, what that fit could look like, what a trade could look like with Orlando. I want to talk about that next. But before we do that, we absolutely have to talk about built bar. Why? Because built bar is amazing. It's the best tasting protein bar of all time. If you haven't tried it, you need to. It's a protein bar that tastes exactly, exactly like a candy bar. And if you tried it before, you have to try it again. It's new and improved. It's more delicious than ever. I've, I'm i told that my shipment of my new built bars are on the way right now, and I cannot wait to try them. There are six brand new flavors, and I love the initial 12. There were 12 original flavors. Uh, my favorites among those 12, uh, orange was really good, uh, toffee almond, raspberry, mint brownie, salted caramel. Those are probably my top four or five. Uh, there's six new flavors, caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry barcia, carrot cake, apple almond crisp, and lemon almond cheesecake. And again, back better than ever, new packaging, new logo, brand new, more delicious taste. Every single one of these bars is covered in 100% chocolate. They're soft, and they're easy to chew. They're perfect if you're health conscious, if you're trying to lose or maintain weight while still indulging in a delicious treat. They're all low calorie, low sugar, high in protein, and high in fiber. Perfect if you're on a keto diet. And now for a limited time only, you can get a free cooler with your purchase Well supplies last. This only lasts for about another week or so is what we're told. Again, a free cooler with a purchase well supplies last. Go to builtbar.com. Use promo code locked on. You'll get $10 off your next order. If you've already enjoyed Bilt Bar, you can still go there. Use this promo code. You'll still get $10 off. That's promo code locked on at Biltbar.com for $10 off your next order. No matter what moves you made last year, Turbo Tax experts make them count. Did you say no to a big wedding and elope at the county courthouse? That's a move. Did you go back to school to get your degree? That's a move. Did you relocate for a fresh start? Well, that's literally a move. Maybe you moved into a houseboat instead of a house, house, or switched gears from rideshare driving to video game streaming. Or you rode the stock market to the moon and back. TurboTax experts make all your moves count, getting you every credit and deduction you deserve. they file with 100% accuracy and get you your max refund, guaranteed. So... Switch to TurboTax. Make your moves. They'll make them count. See guarantee details at turbotaxcom guarantees. Experts only available with TurboTax Live. All right. Now that we've covered the must cover towns rumor that makes us all feel really gross, let's talk about Aaron Gordon, which is, uh, you know, we talked about Aaron Gordon and the possibility of him coming to the Wolves prior to the trade deadline back in February, there were some rumors the Wolves had talked to Orlando. Everyone knew the Magic were shopping him. And uh, at the time, I didn't love the idea of trading for him. I think this was before the Wolves had figured out the D'Angelo Russell trade. Um, it was kind of like right before that. Obviously, after the Jeff Teague to Atlanta trade, the Wolves were kind of you know trying to decide if they're going to move Robert Covington. I, I was an advocate of not moving Covington in a deal for Aaron Gordon. I think Aaron Gordon's long been a little bit overrated as, as a player, as what he is now. However... The more I've thought about this and the more time that has gone by and and now that we know that the Wolves aren't trading Robert Covington for Aaron Gordon and they instead moved him in a different deal, obviously. I don't hate the idea of getting Aaron Gordon. It just depends on what the Wolves give up. So let's talk about why we're talking about this. This is Andy Bailey at Bleacher Report who does a really good job there. Put out a piece with the perfect trade target for every NBA team. So he came up with 30 trades. The only one that involves the Timberwolves is is a trade for Aaron Gordon. He doesn't actually propose exactly what the trade would be, but his reasoning is uh, that, um, well, he's got a quote here from Sean Devaney from Forbes had talked to an Eastern Conference executive that said, quote, they were really trying, meaning Orlando, Orlando was really trying to deal him, meaning Gordon before the deadline, but they weren't getting the assets back they wanted. It will be easier to move that contract when he's got only two years left. He's probably the most likely big name to be traded. He's a good gamble. He's only 24. So He's 25 now. Add him to 24-year-old Carl Anthony Towns, 24-year-old D'Angelo Russell. You kind of got your big three. Uh, Obviously, Aaron Gordon's a freak athlete. He still is. He's had some injuries, but he's still a freak athlete. He's a very good slasher. My only real concern with him is that his better minutes as a pro have come at the four spot. The Wolves typically want guys who are a little bit more uh, positionally flexible to play the four. We've talked about that a lot here on the show. I know that Aaron Gordon can play the three. I know he has played the three, but he... Is a good defender against the vast majority of fours in the league. When he gets switched onto threes, he's not nearly as effective. And that's my main concern. Um, that and also. The shooting. He's an okay three-point shooter. He's always been a little bit below league average. Um, the 2018-19 season, so leading into this last year, he was just a hair under 35% from three, and that kind of led everyone to think, okay, well, if he's above average three-point shooter, he's super athletic, he's a solid defender, he's somewhat switchable, he can play make a little bit with the ball in his hands maybe he is worth his contract. Remember he signed this extension. He's still owed, uh, it was a four year, $76 million extension. He's only one year into it. Well, I guess he's two years into it now. So he's got two years, 18.1 million next year, and it goes down to 16.4 the following year. So with only two years on the deal at 24 years old, or I guess now 25 years old, he just had a birthday less than 10 days ago. Is he worth the gamble? It only goes down, it goes down to 16 million next year. So could you re-sign Malik Beasley? Could you trade for Aaron Gordon and make your starting lineup D'Angelo Russell, Malik Beasley, Aaron Gordon, Carl Anthony Towns, and your fifth starter's probably Josh Akogi. uh, maybe Jarrett Culver, maybe Jake Lehman, but I think Lehman's probably your backup four, James Johnson's your backup five, until you trade him, and then Nas Reid's your backup five. I, I think it certainly improves the Wolves roster. Aaron Gordon is a solid player. He's a solid NBA player. And I do think on a team where he would be the clear third and arguably the fourth option, depending on what Malik Beasley looks like next year and and how much of what he did this year is real, he could be a lot better. There's a lot of pressure on him in Orlando, especially a couple years ago when they weren't very good. They're obviously a lot better this year. There's a lot of pressure on him in Orlando to to be a star and turn into a superstar. I mean, he averaged 17.6 points, 7.9 rebounds two years ago, shot a little over 33% from three, but overall he wasn't actually that good. It was kind of an ineffic- inefficient um, you know, 17 and a half points per game. He only shot 43% from the field. Um, his effective field goal percentage was right at 50%. And since then he's improved his three point shot a little bit, although this year he was down, he's improved defensively and he's played more of a consistent role as, as a power forward at the four, but also playmaking and, and that, that combination of, he can play make a little bit, he can slash play off the ball. He can also knock down open threes at a decent clip. And by that, I mean, better than Josh Akogi, better than Jarrett Culver, uh, which would be unfortunately an upgrade over what the Wolves have currently. Those things are attractive. I still think he's overpaid for what he is. And the other problem is if he actually improves, which as a 25 year old, you expect him to, now you're going to have to make a decision to extend him in a couple of years. And he was already getting paid an average of you know roughly 18 million a year over this four-year deal, 19 million a year. So what's he going to be expecting with this next contract when he's 27 years old? So you might only get two years out of him and he may play himself into a bigger contract than you're willing to give him in free agency, but you at least get a good sense for, is he going to fit with D'Angelo Russell and Carl Anthony Towns? Is he a good third star? My main concern is that he would want to be more than a fourth option or more than a third option and might not be the best fit as a lower usage player, mostly scoring as a cutter in transition, the occasional spot up three. I don't know that that's perfect defensively. He, he'd be fine next to towns, but I do think the wolves want somebody who's even more switchable than an Aaron Gordon, somebody who could switch onto twos and, and function somebody who could, um, you know, really guard three positions well. And that's why they have a Jake Lehman and a J- and a James Johnson. And even Juancho Hernan Gomez can hold his own doing that. It's unclear if Aaron Gordon, how that would, you know, Gordon's obviously the best athlete of all those guys. Um, but but will he really be able to do that within the concept? Would he really be a plus defender in the wolves defensive concept? And and I have some, some concerns combined with the salary and depending on what the wolves would have to give up, obviously you've got to match salary. So it's, it'd be hard to get him without trading James Johnson, unless you're looking at a sign and trade with Malik Beasley. I don't know that Orlando would be all that interested in, in that type of a move, but that's a possibility at that point. I think I'd just keep Malik Beasley and not trade for Aaron Gordon, uh, frankly, but, um, if the Wolves were to get Aaron Gordon, that's their big move because they're going to have to trade one of those trade chips, a sign and trade with Beasley or James Johnson. And if they trade James Johnson, they're likely going to keep Malik Beasley and they're not going to have much else in terms of salary to, to make a big move as long as they're keeping both Towns and Russell. So um, if this is their big move, it's not very exciting. I think it would improve the team. It wouldn't improve them a ton unless Gordon, Towns, and Russell all improve, which they're all going to need to do anyways. But Sitting here right now with the players those guys are, it probably improves their standing from like the 10th best team in the West to the ninth, maybe the eighth best team with a little bit better variance. So, you know, maybe they're the eighth best team coming in and they could be as good as a six seed next year instead of, you know, maybe scraping into the playoffs as is. So I don't think it improves them drastically enough to to bet the farm on this type of a move but it's something to keep an eye on. It's there's definitely a possibility. And and I've kind of come around to the idea of Gordon on the Timberwolves. I think that his fit offensively could certainly work, even if it isn't 100% perfect. Um, So another name to definitely uh, to definitely look out for. All right. That's all we have for you today. Next week, we are going to get back into big board 2.0. We'll start off with number eight on my big board. We'll talk eight, nine and 10 on Monday, unless of course, any other big news or pseudo rumors crop up, in which case we'll cover those. We'll talk about the in-market bubble and uh, it should be a really busy week next week. Hopefully we'll have some scrimmages that that we're able to view um, online somewhere and and we can talk about those. Um, hoping for uh, an exciting next week, but not too exciting, at least not on the, the Carl Anthony Towns rumor front. All right. That's all we have for you today. Thanks once again for listening to the Lockdown Wolves podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. Remember, the On Network is your local experts on the biggest stories. Subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google, wherever you like to get your podcasts. You can follow us on Twitter at Lockdown T-Wolves. It's at Lockdown T-Wolves. Don't forget the T. Reminder, uh, if you could help us out with a positive review on Apple, on iTunes, that would be awesome. It definitely helps us out, get in front of more folks and, uh, and get more listeners for the show. Once again, I'm Ben Beacon. This is the Lockdown Wolves podcast, and we'll catch you next time.